section nine of old rail fence corners this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. old rail fence corners edited by lucy leavenworth wilder morris mrs james pratt eighteen fifty my father moved to minnesota territory in fifty we lived with my uncle mr tuttle who had a mill for some time on this side he was living in a small house belonging to the government but my father and he added two more rooms so we could stay with them in the spring my father took up land and built a house down by the river not far from the minnehaha falls he began to work on the godfrey mill at minnehaha my mother was very timid the sight of an indian would nearly throw her into a fit you can imagine that she was having fits most of the time for they were always around timber wolves too were always skulking around and following the men but I never knew them to hurt anyone. Father said it used to make even him nervous to have them keep so near him. They would be right close up to him, as close as a dog would be. He always took a lively gait and kept it all the time. One night father was a little late, and mother had seen more terrifying things than usual during the day so she was just about ready to fly she always hated whippoorwills for she said they were such lonesome feeling things this night she stood peering out listening intently then she who had tried so hard to be brave broke into wild lamentations saying she knew the wolves or indians had killed father and she would never see him again my grandmother tried to calm her but she would not be comforted until father came then he had a great time getting her settled down she said the whippoorwills seemed to say as she looked out in the blackness of the night oh he's killed oh he's killed what these timid town-bred women used to all the comforts of civilization suffered as pioneers can never be fully understood after that whenever father was late little as i was and i was only four i knew what mother was going through and would always sit close to her and pat her our home only had a shake roof and during a rain it leaked in showers my little sister was born just at this time during an awful storm we thought it would kill mother but it did not seem to hurt her the indians used to come and demand meat all we had was bacon we gave them all we had but when they ate it all up they demanded more we were much frightened but they did not hurt us father used to tap the maple trees but we could not get any sap 
for the indians drank it all that winter we lived a week on nothing but potatoes our nearest neighbor was mrs wass she had two little girls about our ages they had come from ohio we used to love to go there to play and often did so once when i was four her little girls had green and white gingham dresses i thought them the prettiest things i had ever seen and probably they were for we had little when mother undressed me that night two little green and white scraps of cloth fell out of the front of my little low-necked dress mother asked at once if mrs wass gave them to me and i had to answer no then she said in the morning you will have to take them back and tell mrs wass you took them i just hated to and cried and cried in the morning the first thing she took me by the hand and led me to the edge of their ploughed field and made me go on alone when i got there mrs wass came out to meet me i said i've come to bring these she took me up in her arms and said you dear child you are welcome to them but my mother would not let me have them i never took anything again we had a newfoundland dog by the name of sancho a most affectionate faithful beast a neighbor who had a lonely cabin borrowed him to stay with his wife while he was away someone shot him for a black bear no person was ever lamented more in fifty four my father built the first furniture factory at minnetonka mills our house was near it the trail leading from anoka to shakopee went right by the house and it seemed that the indians were always on it there were no locks on the doors and if there were it would only have made the indians ugly to use them late one afternoon we saw a big war party of sioux coming they had been in a scrimmage with the chippewas and had their wounded with them and many gory scalps too we ran shrieking for the house but only our timid mother and grandmother were there the sioux camped just above the house and at night had their war dance i was only seven years old at the time but i shall never forget the awful sight of those dripping scalps and those hollering whooping fiends as they danced i think they must have been surprised in camp by the chippewas for they had wounded squaws too with them one old one was shot through the mouth the men were hideously painted one side of one's face would be yellow and the other green it seemed no two were exactly alike one sunday morning i was barefoot playing in the yard there were bushes around and i heard a queer noise like peas rattling in a box i could not see what made it so finally ran in and told father 
he came out and lifted up a wide board over two stones he jumped back and called to me to run in the house then grabbed an axe and cut the head off a huge rattlesnake it had ten rattles we never saw its mate the first school taught in minneapolis proper was taught by clara tuttle a niece of calvin tuttle in one of the rooms of the government log cabin where we were living in fifty one the pupils were her cousins miss tuttle returned to the east the next summer and died of consumption my cousin luella tuttle the next year used to go over to st anthony to school on the logs jumping from one to the other rather than wait for the ferry in fifty eight we returned to minneapolis to live old dr ames was our doctor he was one of the finest men that ever lived i had terrible nosebleeds his treatment was to whittle pine plugs and insert them in the nostrils it always cured no matter how poor a patient was dr ames always did his best no child was ever afraid of him he was very slow in his movements end of section nine